Hey friend, I am so excited about our topic today, how to honor our husbands. This is something that I've had to learn and I continue to learn because I'm growing in the understanding as we all are as to what it means to be a wife who loves God and follows him and and how we can actually show Christ's love in marriage to our husband. So we have our friend Victoria Riolano back with us today. She is going to be talking and really uh, coaching us on how we can show honor to our husbands. She is a blogger, author, speaker, and she has an amazing book, The Victory Walk. You can find all of her resources over at victoryspeaks.org. And if you are new here at the OS, like me podcast. I'm Amanda Davison. I'm the founder here and I'm just so pumped that you're here because every time you listen, every time you dig into one of our resources that you can find at a wife like me.com, you're investing in your marriage. And if there's anything I've learned from years of counseling couples and wives, it's that oftentimes it's our lack of investment and our lack of um, connection in marriage that really brings us to a difficult spot in marriage. So every time you're here, you're investing in the most important gift you've been given, which is your husband. So um, outside of, of course, the salvation you received through Jesus. So I'm just uh, cheering you on, really, like every time someone shares with me, hey, I listened, or hey, I shared a blog post, or I'm I'm finally diving into the Wife Like Me Collective, anything. I'm just like, yes, because this gift is a gift you're not only giving yourself to experience more joy in your marriage, you're giving it to your husband, you're giving it to your kids, your grandkids, great-grandkids. You are building legacy by investing into your marriage. So, okay, enough of that. I'm just proud of you. So let's dig in. Let's listen to Victoria, and then um, I'll be back at the end, like I always do, to share some more thoughts. So I hold a lot of positions and during this time being married, I've learned lots of ways on how to dishonor my husband through trial and error. I've learned what not to do. And so really interestingly, my mother taught me a lot of great things, but I can say that's something she never really taught me how to do, which was to honor my husband. That was something I had to just kind of figure out along the way because everyone is different. Everyone has different expectations of what they would hope their wife would do or not do. And so I just want to share with you guys a couple of things that I've learned along the way that I believe will really bless you and your home if you really dig into it. So I want to just give you guys three really quick ways to honor your husband to where he will just feel like, man, like I know she really appreciates me. And so the first thing I want to encourage you guys to do is to encourage or motivate your spouse. Let's be those who lift our guides up because they go through so much already outside of the home. Let your home be that place of safety where he can run to you and share his heart, his desire, and where he knows that he's going to be met with an encouraging word. And so let's jump into the Bible. Of course, Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 through 25 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good 
deeds. So another version of this says, let us consider how we can motivate one another in love and with good deeds. So let's see what's happening here. We're talking about encouraging, but interesting, it says with love and good deeds. So we can encourage our husbands, not just by saying nice things, but also by doing nice things. I think sometimes, you know, Hollywood and even life has presented a picture where the husband brings home the flower and the husband rubs the back and, and the husband does all this over the top stuff to encourage his wife to let her know that she's appreciated. But what if we flip that thing? Come on, what is your husband's favorite movie? How about you guys snuggle up and watch that tonight? That's one way you can encourage your husband. Or what is his favorite meal? How about if he's had a bad day at work, you whip up that lasagna for my husband. I already know lasagna, pasta, big ziti. That's his favorite. If I whip that up, he's going to be happy. And so we can encourage them through our words, lifting them up, doing everything we can to not tear them down. But then also through our actions, you know, it's those little things that really make a whole lot of difference. So my question to you today is, when is the last time you've encouraged your guy? When my husband comes off the stage on a Sunday mornings, I try to always tell him, wow, you did such a good job, right? Because he's a pastor. So if I can point out little tidbits from his message to say, man, like, you really, really brought it home when you said this today. You can see him just light up. And that's the way I honor him and I show him that I appreciate him and I appreciate his sacrifices that he does unto the Lord every Sunday morning. And so that's number one, encourage, encourage. Number two, speak highly of them. Speak highly of them, not just when they're around, right? Because that falls right into encouraging, but when they're not around. So I cannot count how many wives I encounter and I say, oh, how many kids do you have? And they say, oh, I have one kid plus my husband. So I have two kids. They're almost saying, hey, he's like one of the kids. And there is no greater way to dishonor your husband than to put him in the same category as your children, right? And so when we honor our husbands, both in public and in private, that means that we are careful with the words that come out of our mouths. Be careful with what you say. Speak highly of them and speak highly to them. Treat them in the same manner that you would want to be treated. And so when me and my husband first got married, you know, I was one that was always up for a fight. And if we we're going to fight, come on, I was going to win. And so I knew exactly what I could say to really push his buttons. And I believe that every time I did that, I would just feel so convicted afterwards because I was not doing what the Lord would have me to do by honoring him with my words. So Ephesians 4 verse 29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen. What would happen if you made a choice 
to practice the pause. So before you say that thing that you know is gonna just make him crazy, you pause and say, you know what? That's not honoring. So here's like one thing that will really convict you, which I'm not trying to convict you today. I'm just trying to, you know, help you out, ladies. One thing that will really hit you in the gut is if you ask yourself, what would God say if he knew I was talking to one of his children this way? What would he say? Or better yet, if somebody talked to your child the way you're about to talk to your husband, what would you say? If someone was belittling your child, if someone was mocking your child, if someone was giving your child the silent treatment, you surely wouldn't tolerate someone speaking to your child in a way that was not honoring. You would correct them right away. And so here we are talking to God's child, our husband, in a way that would be hurtful. So we have to learn to practice the pause. Sometimes it doesn't have to be said. It could be an inside thought, right? We don't have to say it out. And some situations just require more prayer. And if you were to actually speak on it in a moment of anger or frustration, you may say something that you really regret. Like I said, we've been married 15 years here. I can assure you I've said some things that I'm still living with that I probably said in year five, not because my husband's a bad guy, but because what I said was just so biting and just so hurtful that it pierced his soul. And we have to be really careful. Again, we want to be a safe place. So speak highly to your husband and speak highly about your husband. Honor him. Honor him. And so the last thing I want to encourage you guys to do is to listen. Listen to your spouse. How about that? Sometimes, and I'm guilty of this myself, I find myself being a more intent listener to those people who are not a part of my family, like my friends and uh, my coworkers. Sometimes those people are easier to be kind to. Isn't that the craziest thing? But I believe God would have us to be kind and to be loving and to be gentle hearted to the men that he's put in our lives. Amen. So one thing that I've learned about listening is that listening is active, right? So we have to make a choice to actually hear what they're saying. Sometimes even repeat back just to make sure I'm understanding you. Is this what you're saying? Those are all ways that we can really be good listeners to our spouses. So I want to read to you guys James 1, 19. It says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And I believe that when we're not quick to listen, and slow to speak. It is very easy to get frustrated about things that we should not get frustrated about. A really good example of this in my life. So from October to February every year, I tend to suffer with really bad allergies. Sometimes it's very hard for me to talk. I'm hoarse. It's crazy bananas. And so over the past three weeks, I've been forced to be quiet. And in doing so, I've been able to hear, oh, he's not angry at me. He's angry at the situation. Oh, he's not disappointed with me. He's disappointed with the situation. Oh, he's not really going to do this. He's really planning on doing that. And in listening, I was able to manage my response 
and know that maybe what he has to say is very important. There's nothing like talking to somebody and knowing that you have full attention. So when your guy is talking, put down those phones, turn down that television and really try to tune in because again, you are the safe place. I feel, I believe so. My husband has at least told me that he looks forward to coming home to me. He looks forward to talking to me and hearing my take on his day. So whatever you do, make sure you've created a culture of honor where I say, when I listen to you, I'm saying, I appreciate you. I honor you. I respect what you bring to the table. Listening does all that for the other person. So those are my thoughts, guys. That's what I've learned over my time as a wife. Be an encourager. Speak highly to and about your spouse. And last but not least, be a listener. Be one who communicates well. One who's willing to be quiet in order to hear what their spouse has to say, in order to hear their heart, and in order to love them very, very well. So let me pray for you. So Lord God, I thank you for my listeners today. And thank you, God, that you've given them the ability to wife in a way that you've called them to. God, I ask that you help them to lead with your love and that you just would be the center force of their marriages and all their relationships, God. I pray peace and victory over their homes in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Victoria, thank you so much for sharing with us today, ladies. Again, you can find Victoria, all of her resources, her book over at victoryspeaks.org. Thanks again for sharing with us. Say, ladies, I want to add one more thing that I've really noticed can affect um, the health of my own marriage, and that is how I'm speaking about my husband when we are with people and when he's not with me at all when I'm just with my friends or family or whoever, uh, I challenge you to be really mindful and to be hyper aware of how you speak to your husband when you're with people and when he's not there and you're with your people. How do you talk to him? How do you talk about him? Honoring your husband does not happen only when he is with you, only when it is just you two. Honoring him honors him all the time. And so that happens in every type of situation. And when we are speaking life about him, we're actually speaking life to ourselves too about our husbands. We are pouring into our husband and into our marriage. And so even if things are difficult, even if things are hard, it doesn't mean that you deny that reality. It just means that you are going to honor him amidst the difficult place you are in your marriage. And if you are in a difficult place in your marriage, again, don't deny that reality. Get help. Reach out to me. Email me at info at a wife like me.com. Message me on Instagram or Facebook and ask hard questions. Go get counseling. Do the things that you need to do to get neutral godly counsel about your situation. But I want you to know that I, anytime, Anytime that you are with people, with your husband there or not, what you say matters. And so um, build him up, even if things are hard. Um, honor, Show honor, even if 
you are frustrated. So again, find someone safe to get biblical counsel and how to walk through that. But um, that's just one thing that I've really seen tear down marriages is how we talk to each other. And I, we just pray that our husbands will want to honor us in the same way. But it is it is so divisive when one spouse uh, just does, dishonors the other um, around people when they're there or not. So I just want to challenge you and add that as well. So ladies, if you have not um, joined us over at the A Wife Like Me Collective, now is your time. We are going into a brand new month and we have new speakers. We have new coaching. We have a new date night, dinner plans and grocery lists. There's so much over there. And really, if you've been wanting to get rid of all the clutter in your life and focus on the priorities, which is your marriage and your faith, then now is your time Right now, just head to collective.awifelikeme.com and we will meet you there. Ladies, have an awesome week and we'll be back next week for a brand new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast.